binoculars and what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Hello, welcome to Featured Creatures. I'm Alan. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. So today's been actually pretty cool. Uh, yesterday we hit 666 downloads, which pretty nice. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> Not quite halfway through. Uh, well, we're over halfway through July, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but just a huge amount of downloads. So we're doing pretty good, and it's all thanks to you guys out there. Today's news story is it's a fun one. I'm gonna. I didn't write it down. I'm just gonna read it because it came up like a couple days ago. <laughs> Flying manta ray like oh, creatures yeah. spotted in Spain. <laughs> oh my gosh! The storm ruler is in Spain. Uh, Spain. A man in. Amiria, southern Spain, says he saw a flying creature he wasn't able to identify. <laughs> the 68-year-old man, who provided a full name but asked for, to remain anonymous, <laughs> told Cryptozoology News on Friday that he he was driving home when the event took place at 12 p.m. on June 27th. Oh, my birthday. Wow. Taking a wing on your birthday. All right, Gary. So many th- fun things happened on my birthday this year that had nothing to do with me. It's kind. Of, it's like Teen Wolf, but it's Teen Giant Manta Ray. Like this happened, and then Rob Liefeld like made the pa- like the comic with Created the pouch in the it. Pouch. Oh man, you yeah. gotta love Rob Liefeld. Uh, it was just about five seconds. It flew from my left straight across the road and over the t- to over the top in front of the car lights. It was about five meters off the floor and flying in a straight line. He said. The eyewitness says the being was about five meters long, about eight feet, and appeared to be black. That doesn't seem right. How do you mean? Five meters, like a meter is roughly three feet. feet. That should be about 15 feet, not eight feet. Yeah, they they, they don't know what they're doing. Oh, maybe wide? Well, even then. No, because it's it's like dash about eight feet, dash. Oh, I didn't see that. It looks like ah, I really need to get glasses. Right? Like, because I know a meter's not exactly three feet, but it's roughly three feet. Three point something. Yeah, no, it's closer to three than If someone said three meters, then eight feet, okay, maybe. No, I thought it was going to be 15 by eight, which would be believable. (laughs) Uh, And appeared to be black. The wings were as long as the body and ran from the, so it's a cubish shape, from the back (laughs) of the deck to the end. And was tapered. It oh, was not like, a cube. It was like bat wings in a way, but more like a manta ray in style of flapping, he explained. He added that it had a head that appeared dog-like. Sorry, that was a typo. It said <laughs> that ta- tapered dog Tapered dog-like. <laughs> uh, it had, a very, uh, had very narrow wings, and I couldn't see any appendages. In 2017, a British man claimed to see an undefined wing creature also in that same place. Do you think the Chicago Phantom has migrated? Because... <laughs> That is also just a flying triangle. Is this just sounds to me like a boss from Demon Souls? It just sounds like Storm Ruler. <laughs> like if you go to Almeria, you will find a giant sword so you can attack this thing out of the sky. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I feel like will happen. Well, I'm just glad it's not an atmospheric beast because they aren't real. <laughs> it, well, I mean, you know, no, no, it, <laughs> don't give it to them. I that's guess they it, want. I, all right. I mean, all clouds right. are real, but all that I was gonna say they? was, well, see, but that's kind of the perfect thing, right? Is that you just like take something that's real and like can obviously substantiate, but then like just exaggerate features in unprovable ways because like nobody can. You're like, well, like there's definitely a cloud there, so what do you want? But you know, it feeds on, I don't know, air plankton, space plankton. I feel like if atmospheric beasts were real, there'd be a lot more plane crashes. 
I gosh, like I was gonna say, I wish, but that sounds really morbid. It would just, it would be really interesting. I guess I don't. What if they're all that's keeping the planes up there? They're, they're, they're holding them up, up the sky. Yeah, they. Uh, also, the Wright brothers do it. Packed. Interesting. Oh. That just reminded me of like the new this new anime started this season called Happy Sugar Life. Yeah, and it's about this girl who sleeps around and then she meets someone that she felt love for for the first time and okay. taking care she falls in love with like a small child whoa it's it, the genre is like psychological horror like drama <laughs> what? yeah um and like they're taking a bath together and she the little girl asks how the duck floats and she's like like oh, i can't give her the scientific explanation because she won't understand it the water wants to help the duck so I, the atmospheric beast wants to help the airplane i feel like a small child could understand the concept of buoyancy yeah i feel like that you could you know it's no bernoulli's theorem i don't know maybe it's just a big frisbee maybe 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 there's like a big <laughs> frisbee someone's flying a kite or Honestly, I mean, like I could now. see that <laughs> it was done on purpose. They freaking they they George Lucas a Greyhound just put some Vaseline on the guy's windshield so he couldn't see the leg. He was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, weird reflection in the thing that's totally the light being distorted by the Vaseline is like rippling manta ray wings. Honestly, maybe you just saw it. Maybe it was just a giant manta ray that just across right. the road. We have some mail in mail Kelly Mavimba. Really? Yeah. Oh, I am surprised. Okay, I. It has taken every fiber of Do my being. Do we have a theme not... song for McKelly and Bembeck yet? No. Oh, okay. We need to have a button. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it has taken every fiber of my being not or not to tell you guys about this beforehand. All right. Garrett, Alex, and Alan. Hello, tis Billup. I am a frogman from Ohio. Longtime <laughs> listener, but first time writer here. I hear you wanted to talk to a frogman, but we prefer to go by the name Frongos. Fair enough. <laughs> I enjoyed the episode about us and have asked the elder of my order to allow me to reach out and speak to you. Wow. We are quite wary of too much contact with humans. Allow me to explain one of the stories you had heard. You asked for this, Shefton, and <laughs> oh you got exactly God. what you asked for. Did I ask for this? I honestly In the Loveland Frog, you said, if you're a Loveland Frog, uh, reach out <laughs> oh to us. Oh my God. Uh, oh my God, I did. I'm yeah, glad, yeah, we got this. Is the first broadcast of communication with Frongos? Yeah, I guess that's true. Right. This is this is actually so kind of unprecedented. Because of this, though, oh, I'll I'll finish this because there's two more paragraphs. Oh my god! Okay, mm. I I am super excited for this. You had mentioned an an event when a police officer had seen one of our people and was spooked by a magic wand. Well, that frogman <laughs> he was spooked by was my uncle. He was not the family member we are proudest of. <laughs> he was part of a procession attending one of my order's diplomats to negotiate with an alliance of the Druidic Circle down the river. I will elaborate on that subject later. Oh my God. He was somewhat inebriated and was caught off guard by the approach of the officer. Once startled, he waved his magic wand and ran away. It was a very simple and straightforward event, but I understand the surprise expressed by a human. Now let me explain the political situation of my people. Oh my gosh. We love to LARP. <laughs> I mean, love to LARP. Our entire society and political structure is built around LARPing. The wand my uncle waved was magical, if you count him throwing a red beanbag and yelling fireball afterwards as magical. 
I would be more than happy to answer any questions you have or explain more to you. I'm a huge fan of yours when I can listen. It's not so easy when you're a frogman. Please keep in touch. Sincerely, Billup, fourth level wizard of the Arcane Order of Majestos, assistant magister of the First Circle of Conjurers. Wow. So, any. Because of this, I'm changing my rating of the Love and Frogman to Love and Frogman Real. Well, I mean, we just had literal contact with a self-professed Loveland Frogman. A Frongo. Uh, excuse me, a Frongo. Um, I don't even know where to begin <laughs> with that. Uh, I, I have to say, though, given the uh, immediate ridicule of LARPers, I do feel <laughs> tremendous kinship with Frongos. I, I feel I can relate. I just, I have to say, when I, when, when, uh, uh, well, no, I guess that actually he did explain the, 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 the magic wand as I expected it would be. Simply remarkable. <laughs> I guess I should just ask to be contacted by more things during the, uh, during these broadcasts. I have about two questions. <laughs> I, I'm, what, go, go ahead. Uh, I want to hear this because I got nothing. What was the sighting with the Pokemon Go app <laughs> when oh the two kids gosh. saw, uh, Frongo? <laughs> and, um, are there any, cryptids to them things that are cryptid to them to that the is Frongos. that is a good question i want to know we'll keep <laughs> anytime billup sends something in we'll read it he's now our field correspondent <laughs> that is just the best job if you can get some dirt on the uh on the the chicago phantom billup that would be just the best see if you can get uh, get an interview with him or something to that effect yeah oh, i want to know what that glistening's about thank you frongos but, you know, isn't Pokemon Go kind of just LARPing anyway? I mean, kind of. So, I mean, it makes sense. Especially that. if you have the, the watch that makes so you can throw a ball. What? The watch that came out with the wall. Is game? it? Does... Like, it's motion activated. Really? Yeah. Whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. And the ball that's going to come with a Pikachu and an Eevee game on the Switch. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that. That's, that's Sorry to talk about Pokemon after reading Billup's letter, but... <laughs> it's a huge plug for Pokemon. <laughs> well, maybe the kids just, like, ran into, I don't know, like, a Poliwhirl or something on, in Pokemon Go, and they were just like, oh, it's a lovely frog, because they didn't know that they're called Frongos. I think the Frongo is playing Pokemon Go. It's just LARPing. It all, it all adds up to me. He wanted the, the, <laughs> was LARPing as a human and decided to file a report <laughs> to Cryptozoology Now, uh... As a person, the most the most sort of deep cover LARP possible. Yeah, the ultimate cryptid, John Doe. He's everywhere. I want <laughs> the, the have you seen this Frongo? Interesting. Yeah, I had to keep that to myself for five days. Good work. Oh. I would have I would have just reposted that immediately. Just yeah. ridiculed the hell out on, of it. Uh, that. On uh, the Friday the thirteenth. Wow, wow, our lucky day. That top of that, that's the best letter we've got so far. Yeah, everyone else can suck it. Pretty much, <laughs> just DX style. <laughs> you didn't see, but Chef did motion to his Degeneration X T-shirt. <laughs> yes, I, I kind of crotch chopped, but it was instead of being at waist like... level, it was at approximate breast level because that's where the logo is. <laughs> All right, should we get to today's monster? We should indeed get to today's monster. All right, book opening sound. <laughs> When you hear this sound, turn the page. <laughs> uh, today's monster is the Cheroof. It's spelled Cherufe, but it is Cheroof. <laughs> <laughs> huh. The description of this guy 
is... Oh, it's Chilean. It's okay. a Chilean monster. Interesting. A large reptilian humanoid made of living lava. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm immediately interested. It hails from the bowels of Chile's magma-filled volcanoes. So, I said large, and you may be wondering, how large? Very much so. <laughs> that face you're making makes me afraid. Yeah, because I have to cue music for, um... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the cue Hanna-Barbera Godzilla song. 30 stories tall, breathing fire. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hold on, I don't remember the lyrics anymore. Oh. Uh, yeah. Is it is it 30 stories tall? It's pretty fucking big. I'll just, instead of... Remembering the last of the lyrics, I'll just cut into the song. That's a good move. That's we need that. That's going to be the intro for Big Monsters. All right, cut now. Let's leave some space. <laughs> now we know where it is. Well, I'd be listening to it also. I wanted to do that. Okay, you just wanted it visually on there, represented. All right. It's said to be the source of earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. In like worldwide. Okay, because I was like, whoa. Rocks that fall off of them, like the, the monster, are used by magicians. Also, they're used to make bolas. Bolas that never miss. Is this some kind of Chilean monster hunter? <laughs> I mean, it, it immediately kind of reminds me of like the Agnactor. And, That's uh, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep, just like, like a water horse, but like big and for lava. A big old lava campus. No. Well, it wouldn't be like, because no. like hippo is the, I mean, you know, but hippomagmus. There we go. That's the word for it. Patent pending. <laughs> Do an episode about hippomagnuses. That, that and the Draco Fessent time by two monsters. Uh, Jesus. Uh, to stop it. Oh, to stop its chaotic destruction, all it takes is the old-fashioned, reliable, throw a virgin in a volcano. Wow. Yeah. It just gets hungry for casual sex. And then oh, it's, it's no. volcanic lust no. is sated. Really? It does, it's too big to, to bone down. <laughs> impossible. It's 30 stories tall, breathing fire. Godzilla, Godzilla. Uh, impossible. And Godzuki. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a small one, you're saying. There's a small Chiroof. Well, I'll... Kinda. I'll... Th- theories. Chiroofy. Well, Chiroofzuki. Chiroofy. <laughs> Where? I lost my port. Oh. Uh, but the, the truth is kind of a dick. It eats the body of the virgins, chars the head, and spits it back to the village. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. It's like, thanks for the food. I won't destroy you. Here's a reminder of my grim deed. Wow. <laughs> wow. In the myth, the truth was stopped by the daughters of the sun god. They used a magic sword to freeze him. That sounds about right. I couldn't find any names for the daughters of the sun god or the sun god, but I also just didn't look very hard. <laughs> it uh, wasn't a hyperlink on any of the pages talking about truth. You didn't want to so. look into it. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair, I guess. This is, I'm getting even more. I mean, today's just been a Souls-like day for me in this in this podcast. But it, this just it sounds like a Dark Souls boss. I mean, it's a big old guy. It's a big old fire dragon that was stopped by the daughters of the sun god. So that that's kind of it in myth is the thirty story tall breathing fire lava monster. Okay. Truth. Truth. Um, <laughs> so there's some kind of explanations. Uh, cryptozoologists describe it as a reptilian humanoid not made of lava, or a <laughs> or a dragon. 
Like a generic fantasy dragon? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, some also believe that it's entirely possible for it some sort of creature to live in the magma, like creatures living around hydrothermal vents, like extreme files. Yes, yeah, I guess it's possible. But, I mean, uh, I'd be terrified of any creature that could survive <laughs> magma? swimming through rock that is so hot it is liquid. Potentially intelligent extremophile, they can thrive in the mantle of the earth. Potentially intelligent. I mean, what do they have tar pits in Chile? Like, maybe they were just mistaken. What if it's like just a big alligator in like a like a really really gassy swamp? Yeah, swamp in Chile, right? <laughs> uh, maybe I got yeah. caves and mines. Just a really sulfurous vent, and it's just a big old alligator. And every time they saw it, they were like throw a virgin at it. Uh. And then every time they found a washed up swampy head on the ground, they would just like it spit it back out, and it's charred. So I couldn't find any sightings. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there are Gee. some, but I was not comfortable going past ten pages on Google. I see. <laughs> I was not comfortable. <laughs> Things get weird after ten pages. Yeah, I mean, okay. If you don't get what you're looking for in the first three, you're probably not going to find it, but I went extra deep. You just got to go for the I'm feeling lucky. Man. Just hit the I'm feeling lucky button and just go That just goes to the fucking Wikipedia page. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the reason I said about the small ones is every portrayal of them in pop culture is like small human-sized reptilian humanoids. I see. Or in the show Lost Girl... It's like a fire fey spirit. Wow. Yeah. But they're in Lost Girl. They're, a weapon in Final Fantasy XV is named after it. They're really interesting. Yeah. Uh, and I'm surprised it's not a summon, honestly. It sounds like a very Final Fantasy VIII summon. Yeah. Sorry, a GF. A monster in Pathfinder. That's really? challenge rating 13. Wow, that's pretty big. Yeah. I was very happy to do this monster because I know a bunch about German stuff and Irish stuff. Which makes up part of my background. And the last thing is Chilean, and I know next to nothing. I see. So doing a Chilean monster was quite fun. But that's it on this thing. There's like nothing else, just like a straight guy out of folklore. Yep, just a your standard feed it virgins in a volcano <laughs> to make it not destroy the world. Just a volcano, man. It's yeah. it's literally the Moltar of, of, of cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> just keeping it in the Hanna-Barbera family. <laughs> I mean, you got to. You got to. Yeah. Did we do a Zorak monster yet? No, you're fucking uh, Wolf Oh, that's Hanger, true. Which uh, that's Mahan true. did art for. I, he did. I told him to post it to the Twitter page to get yeah. people going. I don't know if he did yet. I'll Because I'm bad at Twitter, but it's going to happen. <laughs> I'll post it up there with his permission. It, you you have it. I know. <laughs> that's what he would want. I mean, it looks like it was drawn drawn on the back of like a Chili's like you know take home kids. It was a lot menu. cuter than I thought it would be. Yeah, no, because when was. you described it, I was imagining a centaur situation with like porcupine body, like all four legs. Oh, and then whoa! The head was, and then like mantis, just like the mantis and everything yeah. else. Good God, no, that is not. I I definitely thought more like Maha, where it was like stumpy porcupine back legs, and then like <laughs> mantis like four legs, and then yeah. arms. So I guess still kind of centaur, but at least. More half and half. <laughs> I was thinking a nightmare centaur. All centaurs. Let's be real, dude. <laughs> uh, a big person attached to an even bigger dog. Good God. So, as, as much as I want to think that there is some magma dwelling monster, like an actual magma dwelling fucking creature, a uh, true faith fake. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It just sounds too impossible. Yeah. Plus, somebody would have seen it. I mean, how many volcanoes are there in Chile? I don't know, a bunch. 
really interesting. <laughs> I said I knew next to nothing. I get, that's fair. I just I'm I'm imagining it's like a United States one where there's like basically one big one and nobody cares about the rest of them. So like, how would it even get around? It would just be like, oh, there it is. It can't go anywhere because it's basically cordoned off in this one guy. As long as it goes deeper. Yeah, that it can. I guess. Oh, that's right. Go oh, friggin' hey, dude. Then it could go anywhere through the magma of the mantle. Shoot, dude. That's uh, that's some trouble. I wonder if they have if they have the the Chiruf in Japan. I mean, they do. It's called freaking uh, Burning Godzilla. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> so no, he's you're gonna right. melt down. Touche. They do have it there. He's thirty stories tall, breathing fire. I wonder if this guy made Hawaii. Is Maybe. like this guy is like secretly Maui. It's ugly enough to be. Ten out of ten. I mean, well, Maui's also a woman. Like sometimes, I guess I don't know. Ain't ugly. Always. Always. Why ugly? Is that like it's actually part, part of the, the yeah part of the myth? Part, like, part of the mythology is like actually he's ugly. Interesting. Interesting. He's a demigod that is hideous. I mean, it sounds about right, though, to be real. I mean, like, name one really good, like, you know, divine figure that's not hideous. Hmm. Hmm. Now, when you say divine figure, any any divine figure? <laughs> okay, so I have a feeling where you're going with this. Do you know? <laughs> and it, it makes me concerned, but I'm willing to double down on this and say yes, any divine figure. Before I answer, where do you think I'm going with this? I was, and still am, pretty sure that you're going to reference the uh, famous drag queen, Divine. No. Okay, alright, because I, I would have liked for it to have gone yeah, that because uh, I was right going to talk, my, my Divine figure that is beautiful is Yamato no Orochi. I, you know what, I guess, what, wait, what? The eight-headed snake monster. Mm, Snakes I mean, are pretty. Alright, you know what, look, I, I guess... An eight-headed snake is eight pretties. I mean, I guess that... <laughs> Oh, I, I guess, uh, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so I guess, I guess touche. I guess touche on that. It gets drunk. It's a eight-headed snake that gets drunk. What if it's a bunch of Suchinokos on... It's a, <laughs> Just tied together? It's a Suchinoko king? <laughs> oh my god. That, that needs to be like a classification of monsters, the king. It's just any any smaller, lesser monsters well, just somehow dreadlocked together. Yeah, but it makes sense. Suchinoko-ho, it makes sense. I could see that. Suchinoko san. Alright, Alan. We said fake. I think it's a real good threat to just throw out <laughs> smoldering skulls. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's right. doing that. Alright. <laughs> <sighs> Alright. I guess that that's one out of one out of two. Sorry, one out of three, excuse me. Not counting myself again. So I'm not sure who's throwing the smoldering skulls, but someone is. <laughs> just somebody's doing it. Yeah. Gas pockets. Oh yeah. Okay. So what if that's it, right? Like, there's just, like, smoldering skulls, like, from, from South American mummies getting launched. Yeah, no, I could see that. Out. They're like geodes. They hit the ground and crack open and, like, oh, my God, there's a skull. I thought it was the skull would crack open and just be full of gems. Like, what the <laughs> fuck Whoa, dude, that, Honestly, that would be awesome. Uh, That'd be so cool. Plugs? <laughs> oh, my God. We plugged so much. <laughs> We plug. I, I wrote. I wrote down a list of three things this week while I was at work, just in case I couldn't think of anything else. Top. That's head. such a good move. I should have done that same thing. And I'm going to use one of those things. Oh my god! Can I? Can I? Can I borrow from you? Can I? No. Can I cheat off your no. list? It just make it slightly different. Oh, <laughs> like a, like the RC Cola of Garrett's plug. Okay, I got to go last. Uh, my the one I'm going to do off of my list is I'm going to plug Zebraman by Takeshi Miike. <laughs> it is a beautiful movie. I and... can't steal that. That's like the that's already like the RC Cola of what I would do. 
it, it's a it's a great movie and like it's it's beautiful it's about this dad who's a teacher who's in love with this old tokusatsu show that only had like a few episodes and he like cosplays as it at night and his family sucks and then like aliens invade earth secretly and somehow he gets zebra based superpowers somehow and it it's great and then the sequel Zebra Man 2, like, is a fucking insane visual feast. Like, first one's, like, kind of real. Like, teacher, get some powers. This one is, like, zebra cops are enforcing the law. And, like, oh, man. the zebra man gets split into black and white. And yeah. it's an insane movie. Wow. But it is very neat. Yeah, I've never seen the second. <laughs> oh, it's, it's weird. I am benefiting I love from this it. plug. <laughs> All right, either one of you. I'll go. I also wrote things down. Ah. Because I never have anything. (laughs) But, yeah, there's a 2009 record by sketchy artist John Duncan, and it's called The Nazca Transmission. Supposedly, he got an email from an archaeologist who said that he had sonified transmissions of the, the Nazca lines making sounds. He sent it to him to work on, and then he was supposed to get back to him, but he never did. But he's probably lying and making this up, but... Sounds cool still, 2009. Yeah, alright. Check it out. I saw a thing uh, recently. I didn't look much into it because I don't trust clickbaity articles. Yeah. It's a good move. It was about how we have some Nazca-esque lines in California. Really interesting. Sounds believable, but I just didn't have the time to... You know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if there were a lot if there were a lot more kind of marks like that that just had been covered up by sort of natural growth yeah. over time. Uh, what you got? Oh, man. Uh, well, I've been listening to this podcast recently. It's like three guys that talk about, like, cryptids. It, uh, <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing to plug this time. I can't, I can't be a slave to the man. If Zebra Man was the RC Cola of what you would do. Oh, man, so I gotta Coke. go backwards. Why didn't I just go backwards? You think RC Cola is, is the, is like a Coke knockoff? Because I always, honestly, cola. I always thought it was like a Pepsi knockoff because yeah, they got probably. the same colors, right? They were like, we'll kind of just go with kind of the... Well, then what's the Pepsi? It, I mean, actual Pepsi would be the... Uh, yeah, pe- what's uh, pe- your Pepsi well, of Zebra Man? Pepsi Man. Is what I'm, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So uh, it's a Japan only, like, is it a PSP game? I, anytime I've ever seen anybody play it, it's on PSP because, you know, I've, I've never actually played it myself, but I somehow worked myself into this joke, so I have to stick with it. <laughs> so my plug is Pepsi Man. I mean, you just go on YouTube and just watch Pepsi Man videos. <laughs> I guess that's true. It's like a whole personality and everything. Japan's nuts as far as, as far as Cola is concerned. They're uh, big fans. So check it out. Pepsi Man. You talking about Pepsi Man reminded me of another thing I read, which was Japanese Super Smash Brothers players have been calling Ridley Captain America. Oh my god, I saw that. Because he's only in the game because of his heavy Western fan base. Uh, <laughs> and there's just Photoshop edits of yeah. Rid- like Captain America with Ridley's head or like Ridley with a shield. It's yeah, I would actually really watch ridiculous. those movies then. If, if Captain America was, was just Ridley. a space dragon. Yes. Oh man. With the body. I, and I've, I've never understood, is he is he like a Godzilla thing that they just like, okay, let Ridley out of his cage to go ruin Samus, no, like or is he like, see that's what I'm he's saying like, like what is with these space pirates i mean i'd follow ridley if he fucking like it was either that or get killed by ridley well i mean i doubt that's ridley's leadership policy it can't I, be 
uh, with as organized as they are, I don't know. But honestly, it was like yeah, forever. Yeah, one person, organize them or I'll kill you. Honestly, it was like forever until I even realized there were space pirates in Super Metroid. I thought they were just like alien monsters. Right. And I was like, oh no, that's a, like a space pirate. It's Harlock going to show up. That is part of an organized crew of people that steal things and then resell them. Led by a purple space dragon. Led, ruled over by a brain in a jar. Yeah. All right. We're done here. All you have to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. Manta ray sound.